Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. It's a new day, John. It is a new day. It's episode 201. 201. We're changing the entire show. Oh, boy. We are now talking about Pop Tarts. And my name is Steve. What? And you're Sean. No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Can I have a cooler name? No <laughs> offense to any of the Sean's I, out there. I literally have like, you know, Steve. I mean, it's, Is my name spelled like S-E-A-N or S-H-A-W-N? I, I'm okay with any of those. I'd I rather say, have S-H-A-W. Let's That's do, kind of cooler let's do Sean. both. It's got sharper edges, sir. It's got, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a cooler Sean. It's like, it's, that's better, like, cooler to write. I, I apologize to all the Sean's out there. It doesn't like, <laughs> it doesn't make me think Sean, scene. It's Sean. I mean, I don't disagree with you. This is the weirdest start to this the show. Is, this is the the very very strangest. We're kicking off two hundred one. That new day, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this episode, we are reviewing Beauty and the Beast. We just saw it. That's true. We have no special guests. What which, time is it right the now? The last I don't even know. It's it's eleven twelve. We, we saw got this there. thing later than we wanted to. Yeah, we got there. So you and I, we always pre buy our tickets every time, Chris. Every, Every time. time. We like, even pre bought them for a Lego the, movie. The day before. Oh, man. And then we got there this time, and uh, I had just pulled in, and I got a text message from you that said um, the 7 o'clock showing sold out. I'm like, oh, no. With and two then, exclamation points. I was pretty upset, uh-huh. sir. And then you said the 720 showing is sold out. Like, yep. oh, that's even worse. Yep. And so we did the uh, 740 showing. Yeah. Um, there was a 730 3D showing. Didn't want to do the 3D. No, no, no. No, Let's, it's worth the extra 10 minutes. There's also like so many previews, dude. Yeah, I, and and weird ones too. Like I, there was a there was like some some like the Diary of a Wimpy Kid two or three or something I mean, like I that. I don't even know that kind of stuff. I this, guess though. like I that's the thing is like looking around at our theater. Yeah, there were no kids. True. Zero children. But all of the previews were geared towards children, which I, I was fine I, with. But I feel but like, it's like, like for mm. a Thursday night, that's pretty par for the course. Like, yeah. you know, like even uh, whenever we went to go see Lego Batman movie, like that, that did really well. That's true. And I think a lot of people took their kids, but it wasn't like on the Thursday night. We also went to the five o'clock showing of that one. True. But I mean, earlier showings usually work better, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's a weekday. Yeah. They probably like, these, you know, parents would have to leave work a little and, early. And they're probably not worried about getting spoiled at school the next day. True. You know, it's like, whereas, I mean, know the whereas story. people our age are like, oh, I'm worried about like, people are going to be talking about this tomorrow. I want to be part of the conversation. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I don't know if that's the case with this movie. Even. I don't know. I think people were just pumped about this movie. I did hear, you know, there were there was some chatter beforehand because we obviously were there about spo- about, very early. Yeah, but not about spoilers because obviously this movie is like it's it's been done before. Chris. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, but like they were like, ah, I want to be able to talk to people tomorrow about it, and oh, I'm like, okay, that's so weird. You know, I mean, I go to midnight showings because I legitimately am so excited to see the movie that I cannot wait another second. One hundred percent true. We That's went, the only reason. <laughs> we went to uh, all, like Star Wars Episode One Midnight yeah. Show. We actually started whenever they did the uh, the remastered versions of Episode Four through Six, right? So four, five, six in the theaters. Like we went to the midnight showings of those. No, and it was it was you, we me, did? and mom no, and dad no, no. when we, we were saw, kids. I know we saw for sure Episodes One, Two, and Three Midnight Showings. I don't. Did I'm, we even see? Four, five, and six in theaters. Yeah, yeah, because we we saw the revamped versions. But dad, but did, but did that happen after one, two, and three? It. 
If, ooh, that's a good question. Because about what when I that remember, happened. what mm. I remember is like going like after like church on Wednesdays. Yes, but that's not opening night. That, at least back in the day, it wasn't. It wasn't considered back in our night, day. Yeah. Like so, we were seeing it like after it came out. No, 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 no. I think we were seeing it the the first showing, the first possible showing, because they were doing a midnight showing on Wednesday. Night. I remember the midnight showings of one, two, and three. Mm. I don't remember the midnight showings of the other ones. You you might be right. I might be completely misremembering. I, mean, but I, I do remember before they were going to come out and hit this theaters. Is a while ago, like whenever whenever Dad found out like these movies were going to yeah. be released and like revamped and stuff, and he was like, "No, no." See, I, my I, my sons can't see the revamped versions of these first. They've got to see the classic versions. Well, they also first. played up the like, "Hey, this is the last time you'll ever be able to buy the original <laughs> trilogy." And it, and the it in fact was it, it was. <laughs> we all thought they were joking. And I think our copies was a marketing were, ploy. were in full screen rather than widescreen. They were. Nah. I mean, I don't know if any of the VHSs were in widescreen. May not have been at the time. The technology didn't exist, Chris. Because it doesn't say, like, <laughs> full screen on the front of the box. You know, it wasn't like, hey, there's two versions. Yeah. I mean, full screen was the way to go back in the day. I mean, you think about, like, the uh, the big draw for the theater for a really long time was like, okay, stereo sound. And then it's like, oh, VHSs can do stereo sound now. And then they were like, well... But we have an extra like eight feet of uh, <laughs> eight feet of frame on the sides, you know, that you wouldn't even if you blew up your big TV to that be that size. It's still a square, you know, and so they're like, oh, well, it's a rectangle. Mm-hmm. So that was the big bill for uh, for for them mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now it's 3D, Chris. Mm-hmm. Ever since Avatar, which by the way, Avatar delayed two, two three, four, four, five, <laughs> delayed again. This is like the fourth delay, and no one cares. Yeah, and why are they shooting them all at the same time, Chris? Why are they shooting them all at the same time? Why are they shooting them at all? <laughs> Why doesn't James Cameron have a different original idea? We're about a decade late on these movies, yeah. it seems like, so I don't know. I mean, at this point, they better look really good. <laughs> and I'm talking, I better walk out of there. And I'm like, I have never seen, nor will I ever see anything as good as that. I I, I remember whenever... And it can't be just to rip off a of Fern Gully this time. <laughs> He's got to come up with another plot. <laughs> Fern Gully slash uh, Walt Disney's uh, Pocahontas. Next time it needs to be a rip off of Rescuers Down Under. Oh, man. Dude, the Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. That was on Netflix a long time ago, and I watched it then. It was. It holds up. Oh, yeah. It holds up. I know. What was the dude's name? I can't remember the two mice, their names. I'll tell you one of my favorite movies that holds up still. Fifle Goes West. Oh, man. Did you ever watch the original Fifle? Because there was the John. first Fifle. Oh, yes. We owned the original Fifle. See, but for a long time, like, I thought that, like, the... Uh, American Tale. Um, so it was. Yeah, but I thought that, like, Fifle Goes West was the one. Oh, was and the so original? I guess I was too young whenever we watched the first one. <laughs> and like so, thinking, like, I didn't remember that there was a like first one. It's like thinking the third Back to the Future is the one. Exactly. Like, it blew my mind whenever I uh, I found out there was a first one for a second there, mm. you know? And I was like, What? And then I remember watching it and being like, this is really familiar. So I think I'd merged the movies mm. together okay. in my in my young brain. Interesting. <laughs> So those fake phantom memories, as you Weird. as we call them, phantom memories, <laughs> phantom memories. Do we call Ooh. them that? I don't even know if that's a thing. <laughs> that's, it's like the phantom menace, menace, but it's the phantom memories. That's hilarious. Oh man. Anyway, Chris. So yeah. we're we're uh, we're going to review uh, view this thing. Mm-hmm. What what have you been up to this week? Anything uh, of note? I've just been playing a lot more Breath of the Wild. Not a lot more. I've been playing more Breath of the Wild. Okay, I'll talk about this past weekend. Okay. Not a lot has happened this week. Okay. Um, but last weekend, um, played a, a lot of uh, Breath of the Wild. Mm. Um, finally got off the plateau. Yes. Which was good. How long did it take you? Because it took me like four hours to get off that thing. I don't know if it was, it was like, well. Okay, I was so taking my sweet time, too. 
because it's over a course of a couple playthroughs, and you always like, yeah. I don't know, I always like at the beginning and end of each playthrough, I feel like I'm just kind of like getting my bearings. Yeah. So I would say probably three to four hours worth of just like doing stuff. Yeah. Um, I think mine was all in one night. Like, I, I think the first I night played, I got off the right. Well, myself. I didn't play. I played like an hour the first time. Yeah. And then we, um, then we reviewed the switch on the show last week. Mm-hmm. And then I played it for like three hours on Sunday and got off the plateau. Mm. So like, that's kind of like, yeah. Um, and then, uh, so then I've been like, just man, it's just slow going after that, man. It's interesting. Like I got off the, the great plateau that first night and I realized it's a whole new world. Like there's, there's well, all of a sudden, like the first enemy you encounter, you're like, that guy is huge. Yeah, gigantic. And then you just run. Like I just ran. Like I didn't even try. I was like, I, I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for this tall I giant. I see if I could take him. Did you take him? Yeah. Oh, see, I should have, I should have stuck with it. So I was like, let me just go off into the trees and forage around for, mm. you know, a good solid Well, you can't go three very hours. far without running into somebody. See, but I just ran away. Every time I would run into somebody, <laughs> I would run away. Okay. And uh, and I found some shrines, leveled up my character, came yeah. back, beat the heck out of them, you know, <clears throat> obviously. So I've hit one shrine. I went I went immediately to the right. Yeah. Well, first, I, 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 I killed some guys. I ended up getting up on top of, like, a, one of the towers. There's a tower. That's right. And I spotted as many shrines as I could, marked them on the map. And then spotted the like two towers, and so like there was one off to the right that you're not really supposed to go to yet. Oh man! But then there's one to the left over like, the bridge. You mean over the bridge? Oh gosh! And then um, str- like straight on is the area that you're in, and you're trying to like get further in, and like you can go to that one. And so I was like, well, I kind of like I'm closer to the one on the right. I it's, I'm probably gonna get killed over there, but I'm going to tr- try to make it. So. I first cleared off some guys on this side of the bridge. I started crossing the bridge. We got to, got to the middle, immediately died. Yeah. Like, those guys are insane. So of course, I, one shot. You know? I, like, respawned, jumped off the bridge, and sailed. There's, like, a little post in the middle with a yeah. chest there. And then uh, landed down in, like, the, the dock area down the other side. I haven't yet figured out how to steer these boats. So do you have a big leaf? Oh. If you cut down a tree... Yeah, I I got one, but I threw it away. You get a big leaf, and uh, and you can cut down almost any tree. Well, like I, just... I cut this thing off from the dock, so who knows if it's going to be there whenever I go back. And then uh, it probably will be. And then uh, and then wave your like mm. power up your your gust of wind and I wave see. it. Uh, the things I've been keeping in my inventory: an axe, a hammer, mm. and one of those leaves. I ha- what about a torch? And a torch. I didn't have well, a torch. So many, like, there's so, like that's pretty much all your slots. I know it's it's a hard it's a hard call. So like you get that, and then the rest of them swords, like swords, something sharp, a, a, a I mean, club. You mean like the other something. three? Yeah, like whatever you know, whatever it is, and uh, and that's can sort you of up thing. your slots, your weapon yes. slots? Okay, good. Because right now, like I have like maybe six or seven. You will get to the point where you can and do that first. Like you have a choice of upping like your mm. your weapon slot, your uh, yeah. your air like bow and arrow slots or your shield slots and it's like i don't use either of those things nearly I, enough i use my bow a lot like i don't run out of bows but i don't run out of bows yeah. yeah you're right like i yeah i'm never like oh man all my bows are gone <laughs> oh man i can't find another bow uh the um which i'm actually gonna get i i ordered one of the amiibos yeah so like daily once a day you can like mm, get new bows that's I, awesome i ordered the archer link dude i really i really want one of those as well to have a physical representation of how much i love this game i love this i game. mean it's that too but like it's a great game whenever they said okay hey, once a day you can drop a chest that has potential to have the best bow in the game i'm like okay oh i'm in i mean that sounds awesome the uh the other thing like so i went off to the left like 
pretty much immediately. Ah, okay. And Is there uh, a tower over there? Wait, yeah. I need to finish my tower story. Oh yeah, go cool, go. Cool. Okay, so then I, I have a tower story. So as then well. I get up there and like there's just so many guys surrounding that tower. <laughs> yeah. So many. It's like it's like the uh, it's like trying to get into the castle on Wizard of Oz. Or like uh, Helm's Deep, you know. Or Helm's Deep, any of that. It's like trying to get in there, uh, and so like I just snuck around them. Yeah. They kept like hearing me, and so I'd like sneak even quieter, and like they would look around for me for a second. But then, like they started coming to me, and so like I, like they were hearing things, so they started coming up the hill, and I just decided I'm going for it. And so like I ran and jumped off. Like there's like these these peaks that are kind of pointing toward the tower. Yeah. And jumped off one and like landed on the tower and got up there. And then I just like sailed past him out. That's awesome. So have you encountered the little robots that have the lasers that shoot yeah, out at you? I have no idea how to beat those. Okay, so I, I don't yet either. Okay. But I think I've just encountered something where it will help me maybe beat them. Yeah. Eventually. But uh, there was uh, there was I went off to the left first and found a horse. Like found a stable and they were like, Oh, here's how you tame your horse. And I'm like, Oh, this is this is perfect. Oh, I need to do that. And so whenever you tame your horse, basically, by the way, they don't really explain the whole situation. Basically you sneak up behind a horse, jump on its back, and then tap the uh the L B basically, right? Interesting. I didn't realize you can spam it, like hit it really, really fast. <laughs> and you have to, to tame some of the, the wilder horses. I see. I would just get bucked off of this thing every, you know, every time. And I'm like, oh, let me go jump on it again. You know, but it's, if you spam it, it'll yeah. work out. Um, and the faster the horse, the more stamina the horse, the harder it is to tame. Yeah. But, uh, but you can tame the horse. And then I was like, oh, there's a tower over there. And so I was like, let me go over there. And I, lasers left and right both oh, si- like all sides oh, no. like there was like eight of them they're shooting at me and i'm like okay i can make this if i sprint and so i'm riding this horse oh, across the field riding the horse across the field jump off the horse grab onto the tower start like climbing the tower and i would jump off before they would shoot and so it would shoot above me and i'd fall down a few feet and then i would jump you know oh, keep man, climbing John. and uh, i eventually made it up to the top of this tower wow couldn't get down i uh <laughs> i basically my i i had to like jump out of the tower use my uh my my glider glider yeah and try to get as far away as possible and uh and whistle for my horse as soon as i hit the ground run away from gigantic bad guys and uh and hope the horse picked me up in in enough time it took me like three tries to do this i didn't realize chris i guess i would have strained my horse there but i didn't remember that you can teleport to a different tower yeah, yeah yeah I, I felt so dumb after that. I was like, oh, why didn't I just teleport and whiz, you know, that was, sneak over that there? That was part of my, my reason horse. for like, okay, well, well, since I'm over here and I know these bad guys are just like so overpowered, I'm just going to get up here yeah. so I can teleport back here next time. Ah, I that's to, like, a good traverse point. Traverse all this. That's a good point. Plus like, then I can see the map, you know. Yeah, just get there and then worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, was, I also just experienced my first blood moon. Yeah. Um, so I've been, I've, been, I've been pretty much just like wiping everything off the face of the earth as I went past. I was just like the face of death <laughs> as I rode through Hyrule. And then the blood moon happened, and everything came back to yeah, life. they all respawned. Like, oh, okay, well, I'm just not going to be such of a such a, a cleaner here. I'm not trying to, like, heal the land, you know, cleanse it of all its filth. <laughs> That's gonna, really funny. I'm just going to ignore that. half of everything now. I love that. Unless there's a chest. Unless there's a chest, and then you're like, oh, I need that chest. Right. Because it could be something awesome. Right now, I'm trying to figure out there's a, well, all these are massive spoilers for this game, but. Well, I mean, but like, I feel like the story behind like the, the, like it's all different. I've experienced completely different things than you've experienced. Right now, I'm trying to figure out there's two shrines on the mountain Mm. pass, the split mountain. Okay. 
there's two, there's one on each peak that they, the way to figure out them are, is, is to like, fi- like they're related to each other. Somehow. That's right. And I'm trying to figure that out right now. Okay. I figured that one out and mm. it was awesome. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Good. I have to say there is uh like th- this game, it's, it's sucking me in, Chris. Yeah. It's sucking me in. We also played a lot of destiny. So uh, we, um, which we've had some rise of iron news. We'll probably cover in a second, but, uh, Destiny, we were going through our quests and trying to clean out as many quests as we could. That's right. So I started off and I had I think uh, thirty or twenty six. Oh man! Or thirty? That's how, so how, many. What's the max? 35? I don't know. I don't know. So I, th- I think I had thirty. Anyway, I'm, I'm down to eighteen. Yes, that's yeah. good. So uh, that night I got down uh, really far, but I also did the uh, weekly nightfall. And yeah. uh, and you have a chance at getting the icebreaker, which is one of the best weapons in the game, yeah. one of the newer weapons. Yeah. And uh, I've been trying it every time since about I don't know December, January, something like that. It's try, not a newer weapon. It's trying every release. Yeah, it's a re-release of an old weapon, amazing weapon. Um, and I finally got it this week. Yes. Super awesome. I shouted, and I, obviously the uh, the fire team I was with, they were all jealous of my uh, That's of my achievement. <laughs> <laughs> that I did almost nothing for. It was a random drop. So yeah, I mean, it's it, I uh, I got did you the icebreaker coin before. I uh, well, I mean, it, it drops whenever you complete the nightfall. Oh, like, the, if bounty. You have the bounty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so it's just a random chance every time you do the nightfall or right. whatever. So right. there have been weeks that I've done it twice as well. So it's 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 been uh, been a, a ride, Chris, to That's get this awesome. thing. Um, but finally got it. Super awesome. I need to get it. Well, Chris, we're gonna review the the movie here in a minute. Mm. But first, some news. The I'm really tired right now, John. The news, Chris. And my Red Bull just ran out. Did it? So we need a... There's, there's Mountain Dew down in the fridge well, if, you wanna, drink that if you want to go grab one. We had the, a Mountain Dew. like So we got a Coke and a Mountain Dew uh, for the party last week. Yeah. Nobody opened the Mountain Dew. Like there's a two liter of Mountain Dew down there. That's oh, really? Like, what I we all drink? drink. I don't know. Everybody drank Coke or water or oh, okay. milk, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to drink some milk and I drank like, I think it was, was it Pepsi or was it? It was Coke. Coke. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So I drank some milk and Coke. Usually do do coke in this uh, coke in this house, Chris. I don't. Pepsi is not my favorite drink. Oh no, I I have to be in a really interesting mood to, to drink Pepsi. I feel like I have to be at a Pizza Hut, like eating mm. the buffet That's in order a- to get Pepsi. <laughs> Man, that specific. <laughs> There's very specific things. Eating that have the to buffet. Happen. They don't even offer that at dinner time. <laughs> I don't think I've had that since college, since that time that the uh, the buffet wrecked Yumi and Cody Moffat. Oh my! Well, that wasn't no, that wasn't the buffet. Oh, it was. That was the You're pizza right, we that we ordered. Man, why did it wreck us? Oh, food poisoning, man. Bad food poisoning is awful. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the news. Oh man. So we have a lot of uh, of, of of like gaming news here, Chris. All right. Uh, Play first it on me. thing. Splatoon Global Test Fire. You can, on, if you have a Switch, you can download the uh, the actual demo now. If you can get it to connect to the internet, yeah, that well, is. Well, that rules me out. Obviously. And that the uh, the dates on that, it actually happens next weekend. So uh, Friday and Saturday, and I think it went really early on Sunday. There are t- specific times throughout the weekend, um, I think 2 p.m. every day, uh, that you can you can get on, try out Splatoon, uh, do the multiplayer thing, that whole thing. So, uh, so if you have a Switch, download that. Prep for it now. Um, the next thing, the Disney Afternoon Collection has been announced, Chris. I'm super pumped about this. So this is a collection of, I don't remember, I don't know, let me look at the details of how many games it is. But it's a, a set of, of old classic Disney games. So it's got Chippendale, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck. Uh, it's got DuckTales, DuckTales 1 and 2. That's right. And uh, yeah, that's those are the games. So five games, I do believe. 
I thought it had six. Let me see. Um, see is there a Tailspin game in there somewhere? Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Okay. Chippendale Rescue Rangers 2. That's there what it is. is. Darkwing Duck, uh-huh. DuckTales, DuckTales 2, and oh. Tailspin. Oh, man, I can't um, And uh, the Disney Afternoon Collection will be released April 18th on PS4, Xbox One, PC for $19. This is a super awesome collection. Yeah. The only thing about it like that I was bummed about is like, ah, it's not coming to Switch because I would love to play this on the go. True. I mean, I, yeah, like I agree with that. Like right now, I'm, I'm also... Yeah, I have two different opinions on this. First, um, I don't think third-party support has been proven on the Switch yet, so no, that will come with time. Right. But if it does well, I think that they would like expand it to other platforms. So yeah. the Switch, possibly the Vita. Like I don't know why it wouldn't be on the Vita. I mean, these are old games, so I can't imagine <laughs> that they're working the systems well, that like, hard. Yeah, and they're not working the systems that hard. But um, I'm definitely going to buy this because, like, number one. I loved these old games. I think we had the Darkwing Duck, and we definitely played DuckTales. I, yeah. I I started going through DuckTales the other day, actually, on my 360. That's awesome. Like I, I bought it for two bucks over Christmas on the 360. By the way, the uh, there's a new the Disney XD uh, series. Like, have you seen uh, the oh, trailer yeah, yeah. for that? Oh yeah, the trailer looks, looks awesome. awesome. Yeah, you know, I mean the the 10 second trailer or whatever it is. But right, right, right. With this, but once the theme song comes on, you're just like, yes. Well, have you seen? I think they've they've, they've done a bit. Oh, longer really? Trailer. I haven't like, seen Like where that. you see the actual art style, it looks really cool. Oh, that's cool. Up. Uh yeah so, like I played that but like the other thing that intrigues me the most like the, the the thing I hate about these games like whenever we remake games and this is like a weird thing that hardcore gamers probably are gonna laugh at me for but I don't like how hard they are like old games are hard they're really hard and uh there's no save points there's like you know all that kind of crap. Well, like you think about like why how they were designed, like they were designed where it's like, oh, here's a we, cartridge, here's a here's a cartridge, and it can only hold like a certain length of a game. Yeah. But the way we get more like time that people can put into this thing out of it is we make it hard. True. Um, it's like a but, thirty minute long game, but, but it's really this, hard. But this uh, this collection gives you a rewind power that allows you to rewind like to the oh, is this the this is the trailer? Yeah. This kind of looks like the Mickey Mouse kind of stuff. It does. It looks. I love the art style. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's a. It, yeah. It, this it's is interesting. It looks looks super fun, man. Like I show. So I guess that's like my first thoughts on this are. Um, it kind of has that kind of like drab kind of like look to it. Um, that as, could also be my night night. Uh, oh, maybe it is. maybe it is because like <laughs> I remember Ducktales just being like super colorful. That's true. Well, because you had the you know the, the three. Yeah, my night shift is definitely on, so that is definitely playing into it. Now it looks very blue. Now it looks very blue. Like <laughs> my eyes are. There we go. Yeah, it looks more colorful. I mean, yeah. well, I don't know. It's still, yeah. it's still the same kind of th- thing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, but yeah, I. Uh, I'll pass I, judgment on it whenever I'm, it comes. I'm definitely excited for it. We should review it whenever it comes out. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, like it has a rewind function, which is amazing. Mm. I'm gonna sit there. And I'm gonna beat every one of these games. Oh yeah. There's unlockable collectible artwork in there. I'm gonna unlock all that. That's super cool. All that just pushes all my buttons. It does. Like, this is my collection. It is. I feel like this is this is going to be one of those things. Like I'm probably going to get it on Xbox, and yeah. then it, and then whenever it comes to Switch, yeah, which I'm really hoping it does. Yeah, uh, I'll buy it there. Too. That's the thing is like I um I think like if we support it, yeah, now it's more likely that it will come. Agreed. Agreed. Um, the next piece of news: Nintendo Switch reportedly sells 1.5 million units within the first week. That's amazing. That is pretty good. Nintendo's goal for the month of March, so March 3rd through the 31st, was to ship 2 million units. Um, And so they've sold 75% of what they anticipated they would ship. 
So those are, and that was sold through as well. So the 1.5 is not just the things that are sitting on, you know, GameStop. Right. That's the things that are in people's hands. I mean, are they so. like, can you can you walk into GameStop tonight and go buy one, or are they, is there a shortage? I, I think there's a know. bit of a shortage. Like, so there there's like, um, I saw people like tweeting out and being like, oh, go to you know, go to Walmart.com. You can get some there. The neon yeah. switches are in there and that sort of thing. So I think there's still like you can get some that are out there, but it's maybe a process of like calling around a few places. Yeah. Um, but yeah, doing very well. Hopefully that keeps up. Uh, we'll see what happens whenever we have no games throughout like the summer or whatever until yeah. until Mario this fall. So well, that's, well, we've got Splatoon this summer. Yeah, and so, Mario yeah, Kart. Right. And Mario Kart comes out next month, the end of next yes. month. I'm excited for that, dude. Here's my dilemma: Do I buy the cartridge or do I buy it digitally? I'm buying the digital version. Yeah, I kind of want to as well. Um, which I sent you that article today from uh, from yes. the amazing folks over at Digital Foundry. Eurogamer, Yeah, Eurogamer, which was talking about like it basically uh, crawled out to see like does it matter which type of uh, of storage you use and what's the fastest? So like, is it fastest to buy a cartridge? Mm-hmm. Uh, or is it fastest to load it onto the onboard like the twenty five gigs that you get onboard on this thing, or is it faster to uh, to do the SD card and then? there's different speed ratings on SD cards, like with the flash memory. And so they were basically saying with, if you're going to get a flash memory card, it doesn't matter because they, the speeds are like within a half a second load time of each other based on like the lowest speed of a SD card and the highest speed of an SD card. So there's some sort of a uh, speed cap. So they're saying basically save your money, buy the lowest speed SD card and, uh, and buy the biggest one you can get. Hmm. Which is like you know 256 games yeah. or something like that right now. So wait, say that one more time. So you buy the uh, the slowest SD card speed because there's a, a speed cap on it. So where even if you got the fastest SD card speed, it wouldn't be any much faster. Like within, oh. it's only a five second or five half of a second uh, difference between the two, like load times. I mean, half a second. That's half a second, but I don't know. Like I, they were saying that their recommendation for the money. Right How now, much money is the difference? It's like twice as much. So are like we talking hundreds of dollars? Or are we talking like? So I think like if you were to get a hundred and hundred and twenty eight gig of both speeds, let me yeah. let me look this up. Yep. But uh, I think it was like seventy dollars for one, and then forty dollars for the other. So it's like twice mm. as much. Hmm. Yeah. So whatever it is, you can assume you, like just doubling. Uh, yeah. It's interesting. Because couldn't you just with this? Can you transfer between these two? So I know your yes. your like save data is on the console. Yeah. And it can't be like transferred but can the can whatever the games i guess be transferred from one to the other from sd card to sd card you can transfer even on your pc like you can literally just like "Ah, clone this sd card and it'll clone it over so it's just like that's where the games live not the saves correct cool correct um last piece of news chris yeah all right, so the Sonic Mania. Yeah. This is a game. It's a retro-style Sonic game. Yeah. Um, it's been delayed. What? It's uh, supposed <laughs> to have come out like this spring, like within the next two months. Yeah, I know. And they delayed it till summer. So sometime... Is, I think this is the second delay. It is the second delay because oh, it was supposed to be the end of 2016. It's never coming out. And they delayed it to the 2017. They're going to cancel it. And now they're delaying it to some unspecified date. In the summer. Those jerks. I know. Anyway, I uh, this is a game I'm super excited to play. We actually ordered the uh, special edition version of it with like a little statue oh, of yeah. Sonic. Oh, yeah. It looks phenomenal. Very cool. Although, I'm, I'm um, excited about it. I got it on Xbox One. Yep. It's available for Switch, I think, too. It is available for Switch. But do I really want it on Switch? I mean, I probably would would want it on the go, like to take mobile Yeah. But 
they don't have the the special edition uh, available for Switch uh, right now. So, nope. so there's no way I'm, I'm switching it. Like I might buy it whenever it goes on sale later yeah. on on the Switch or something. That's not you know? just going right on my desk. Yeah, seriously. I mean, it's going right up there with some of my. Other I Sonic mean, yeah. Stuff. I mean, delays suck, but they're always for the best. We this talked is... before. Who is it that said, uh, you know, like a uh, de- uh, a delayed game um, comes out eventually, but a rushed game. Yeah, it was or, a delayed game is good eventually, but a rushed game is bad forever. Yes. <laughs> Something I'm paraphrasing, butchering that? it. I think it was Miyamoto. Okay. Um, but uh, butchering it, but uh, or or maybe Iwata, some some big Nintendo creator. Oh, there. So definitely right. They are definitely correct. Um, but yeah, so that's a sad thing. Last thing, Chris. I thought it was, oh, that was the last. This thing. This isn't really a news story so much as it is just awesome. <laughs> um. Let me let me pull up the actual the actual article here. But uh, you remember back? I think it was a few months ago. At this point, we talked about how there uh, there was an Arctic expedition hmm. with the uh, with the, the oh. they were like crowdsourcing the name for it. <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, for you the know, boat, yeah, for the for the boat, like for the for for the boat. And they're yeah. like, oh, let's what's this going to go? And it's going to be a research vessel. Yeah, it's going to go explore uh, the untold depths of the ocean. Yeah. And they were they were trying to get a really epic name for it, mm-hmm. and uh, the, they put it out to the community. We're like, ah, let's let's let the community name this thing, and then yep. the community voted Bodie McBoatface <laughs> as the name <laughs> of the vessel, and uh, and the news story title is Bodie McBoatface to go on its first <laughs> Antarctic mission. So ridiculous! It's amazing. What's really funny is like the uh, I, I was reading like back whenever this was happening, like whenever people were voting for these names, there was uh, one like kind of epic explorer type name that was was going up against Bodie McBoatface, and I gave it a run for its money. But uh, but the researchers, like there was somebody who was talking, they were like, "Yeah, whenever we did this, we thought that the community would come up with really cool names. We were like, <laughs> oh, oh, it's gonna have a really awesome name.'" This isn't quite what we wanted, but the world has spoken. Bodie McBoatface. They forgot how hard the internet can troll. <laughs> I love it. I'm not going to lie, Chris. I voted for Bodie McBoatface. Yes. <laughs> it's because it's amazing. I'm part of the problem here. <laughs> not part of the solution. Be part of the solution, kids. <laughs> Don't be part of the problem like us. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. All right, Chris. Mm. It's late. I got to open this Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's definitely I'm still sipping on like a coffee from earlier and so uh, so every once in a while I'll, uh, I'll take a sip of that but we've been up for quite some time at this point yeah and this, this uh, week hasn't been good for sleep anyway <laughs> oh man so Chris we have just watched Beauty and the Beast the live action yeah uh, and going into this like we're gonna do a spoiler free version obviously and do a substantial spoiler countdown but let's be honest if you've seen the 1991 True. Disney film, you should just let this ride. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> I don't even know how you're alive. Yeah, like what what on what or on the green to, earth have you been doing this entire time? Or how time? to communicate with you. Or even if you have a soul. Seriously, it's been so That's l- harsh. This- I know you have a soul. <laughs> Sorry. That just like got real weird there for a second. <laughs> we went from uh, zero to a hundred in no time there, Chris. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen that movie, go watch it right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if you have seen that movie, it's it's uh, it's a situation where we'll probably like spoil some of the differences and some of the the interesting things. But like it, the spoiler section, it's not going to be that that no. spoilery, really. But all right, so going into this movie, 
I had no expectations. Not even like not not like my expectations were low. No expectations. So I was like, ah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what this is. I uh, I went in and obviously whenever it was first announced, I was like, okay, this is like enough with the old uh, the <laughs> the the live action remakes. First yeah, of all, we've talked about this before. Um, but then like I saw Jungle Book last year, and I was like, oh, Jungle Book was really good. And they uh, they went back to like the source material, and they took like the source material mixed with the Disney movie, and yeah. they kind of merged these two things together to create something unique, something different than both yeah. of them. Um, and uh, and so I was like, oh, well, that worked out really well. And so going into this movie, I was like positive. I was like, oh, this is this is gonna be good. You know, the cast it looks like a stellar cast, um, and it, like everything was was right about this. Then I saw the first trailer, and I was like, okay, the first trailer looks really good. I think we actually, in fact, did like a replay of it here on the uh, the podcast and talked about it i thought it looked really good but each subsequent tra- trailer chris i've gotten less and less excited about it this is similar to the uh the power rangers movie which i think we're reviewing next week um but uh but yeah similar to the power rangers movie the way that those trailers have gotten like i was like i'm less excited about that i've got some questions now and then kind of on from there so um i don't know i went in with kind of lower expectations i would say yeah all right so <clears throat> Big dead air. <laughs> yeah, it's big pregnant pause. It's hard to <laughs> do this. Do this without spoiling it. Um, so, like, uh, what's a what's a spoiler at this point? So, I mean, it's it's like it's been twenty years, man. Can we just talk about this movie? I mean, let's go ahead and just like talk about it. But I like, say, I say, you like this is I I don't regret going to see this. Like as far as live action, like the the original, in my opinion, is better. Yeah. So like, if you want the like, you know, the definitive version is still the animated version, like that we all know and love. So like, yeah. watch that. Um, but you're not gonna. I don't think you're gonna walk out of this disappointed. Yeah. So some spoiler free thoughts that I have about like this the movie in general is that a movie like this, and I think you know, whenever you look at the remakes that they've done with uh, with with the Disney stuff. There are certain movies that you can get away with making changes to, yeah. and, like The Jungle Book, where it's like, oh, you know. But this was one where you ride the line between if you change things, like change too much, people are going to be really upset about it because yeah. people remember going to see this movie. Yeah. Um. And uh. And and people have well, probably hardcore watched it a memories. million times. Exactly, and it's like it's it's more of a modern kind of a uh, one of these things, rather than like Cinderella or something like that, where it's like, oh, that was that was before, like in theaters, like we never saw that in theaters or anything. Whereas this, it's like you had the potential to maybe see this in theaters. Right. So there's a huge group of the generation that like they will. Be yeah. really upset if you change much, but then at the same time, if you tell tell the same exact story, yeah. what's the point? Uh, okay, let me let me let me give some spoiler free reviews where it's like, I'm not. Man, this is, just, we're gonna walk this line. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Amazing visuals. They were both like practical and cgi effects that were just mind-blowing yep sometimes um very pretty music though it was did throw me off a lot the music yeah there's a few things in the music that threw me off yeah so we'll talk about those specifically later but threw me off a lot where it was just like "Mm -hmm." that was a weird decision yeah um i didn't really get emotionally invested into this movie until like halfway through and yeah. I haven't figured out why, like, it didn't grab me from on, like, the, you know, a, uh, like, 
right off the so they right off the bat the very first thing you hear the like piano kind of like main theme and that grabbed me but then like through the first song and uh basically until after Gaston like even Gaston's song didn't really grab me right and the you know relation Belle didn't like the relationship with her father didn't really like grab me till later um like I, I kind of did at the beginning at the beginning it did but Again, like it's like okay for a movie that's like it wants you to get immediately attached to these characters, be like be frightened whenever you're going and like meeting the beast for the first time. I like wasn't scared. No, like none of that was scary yeah. to me at least. Yeah. Um, and then like it was basically halfway through the movie where I'm like, okay, now I actually like I'm starting to actually like these characters. And, yeah. Um, I'm and attached I buy to them. I, I buy everything like the relationships and yeah, I buy the the, mm-hmm. the 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 dynamics that are happening here. The rest of it, like I can, I, I and I realize this is a musical. Like the, musicals are different than other, like than movies, in some extent. Like you know, just like actual like drama or something like that, where they break the fourth wall a lot. Like you, you, it's very self aware. Yeah, you know, usually it's like there's there's action moments. You know during that the songs. this is a movie, right? Like know? there are people that will look at the camera like and dance, or like there are people like there are certain uh, set pieces that it's like, well, you couldn't do this if yeah. it wasn't, and it was impressive. And but like, but I think of like something more recent, like La La Land. It grabs you right away, even though like it opens up with a big dance number, just like this did, and big like huge kind of choreographed thing. Uh, and it was like music that you don't know, so you don't have sentimental atta- attachment to. You know, I think like Beauty and the Beast, like you, you have the upper hand, like you're holding yeah. all the cards, yeah, and then immediately they just kind of like, start bleeding them. Yeah, I mean, and and definitely like like you said at the halfway point, I remember like up until the halfway point, I was like, man, I don't feel invested. No. Nope. But then at the halfway point, I remember like being really into something that was happening. I was like, I was I I kind of was surprised. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. So I'm really into what's going on right here. So we'll we'll dive into the specifics of that later, um, but uh, in a second. But yeah, that's just kind of like where I'm at. Where it's like you know, it was it was really well done for what it is, but it yeah, it wasn't the best it could have been. Definitely, and like I think like it just it misses the mark on a few different things, and and a lot like some of the editing choices. Like there were some pickups like that were obviously green screen done way later in the process, and it's like we just need somebody to say this line, and then you would cut to a green screen shot of them saying that line. And that was abrupt and obvious. I mean, there I mean, there's just a lot of stuff like that. You know, I mean, it, right? A lot of it, it kind of like in some ways felt. This is the thing. In some ways, it felt really intentional. Yeah, and in some ways, it felt really sloppy. Right. Um. Anyway. Like that's the performances. I think were like some of them were great, some of them were subpar. Yeah, I th- I think the, um, for the most part, the Beast was 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 done well um, for what they were trying to portray. Like I wasn't super impressed with Emma Watson all the time. Um, I think her father was great. Oh my gosh, Gas- like Gaston as far as a, was great. As far as a standout character, uh, her father was like. Yeah. I, I feel like. All the way throughout that thing, like anytime he would enter a scene, like there was, it, it was like, oh, I'm back. You yeah. Know? Gaston was great. I feel yeah. like Le- LeFou was good. He was just distracting a lot of the times. Like, we're like, it was like either you need to make him the focal point right now or you need to just get him out of the way because he's just like here. Definitely during Gaston's song. Yes. Like, yes. That, that, that's what I'm know. talking about. Like, this yeah, is Gaston's yeah. song. Why is there so much LeFou? Yeah. This is a spoiler. And I, anyway, <laughs> and I think like I think like in that in that moment again, I think that's an editing kind of a, a weird sloppy kind of editing. Edit, thing well, and like, shooting because yeah, like half like the time he was like before, like right in front of him half the time. Like, right. Okay. 
Well, you think about like the cartoon, it's like it might have been staged that way in the cartoon, but like LeFou is his character in the cartoon is like two inches tall. Yeah. You know, it's like he's not he's <laughs> he's not as tall as like he's not as tall as, or tall as Gaston, yeah. you know. And uh, and so like, you know, it's because of the unrealism of the cartoon, you can get away with that. Right, you can right. get away with him being like a little singing voice in the corner, whereas Gaston takes up the entire frame. Right. Um, in this, it's like, well, Gaston may be taking up the entire frame, but there's like four people in front of him, you yeah. know. And so, yeah. Um. So yeah, like I, you know, like in terms of like see it, go see it. I'm not. It's worth a, it's worth a watch. Yeah, like, I think so. Would I see it again? I probably like. So here's here's my take on that. Like I thought there were moments of the thing that I really enjoyed, and I might YouTube some of those again. Yeah. But it's like I wouldn't watch the entire thing from front to back again. Ever? You know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's the thing is like I, there was so many like random things here and there where I'm like, I, maybe if so I'm the, doing something else at this, like, like I could just put it on in the background or this something. This kind of fits into like, you know, things like uh, Snow White and the Huntsman where it's like, okay, both of those movies, like story subpar, you know, like it could have been way better, but the visuals super cool. So I love watching it. Yeah, like yeah. I love just like having it on or whatever. Definitely. Um, it's not something that I like watch all the time, but like, this is the thing that's like, it's so cool looking and like, so, so well done yeah. with the visuals and like cinematography is great. Like I'll put it on yeah. and just like have it going. Um, I think some of what puts me off of, of watching it again is some of the, like the musical things. Um, some musical things. One thing that's not a spoiler that I, we can, you can talk about on the musical thing that bugged me, uh, was the, use of auto-tune mm. to the point yeah. where it was distracting. Yeah. Like, it reminded... On specific like, characters. On specific characters. And it reminded me of, like, uh, Across the Universe uses auto-tune a lot, but I feel like there's... It wasn't... What's interesting with Across the Universe is a lot of times it feels like it was used um, specifically for the effect of auto-tune. Mm. It's not like tea painting something. We're not talking right. about that. Right. But no, that's not what this is, is like either. But this about like uh, it lends its like the music that they're playing like lends itself to like having very exact vocals. While other right. times in the movie, they are very lax. And we're talking but with the same character. Like yeah. there's one character in spe- like specifically in Across the Universe. Like sometimes he's he you, they just let him go, and this is his natural voice. And sometimes they auto tune the heck out of him. Yeah, and um. But there's a couple times when I was just like, okay, like on Bell. It's like, yeah. why in the world are we auto-tuning this? So I have a theory about all of this because there's a lot of like, I mean, the, the two characters where it showed up the most, like where I, I noticed auto-tune was on her and then on Beast to a way lesser extent. But it was like I noticed a few times like whenever he's singing like one of his, you know, songs. Oh, yeah, he did that. Yeah, yeah. And you just really notice it. And, uh, and like the thing that I think about is – all of these, all of these characters that are here, and the ones that are singing, and the, they have really powerful voices. This type of yeah. thing, and it's like why, while like even Emma Watson's like speaking voice, yeah. it's not as like you know uh, presence. Like it doesn't have the same presence as them. Uh, and so like you can't, can't you have to imagine like it's probably one of the weaker of the cast. And so you think about like the Disney execs, and they're like, well, we can't have our main uh, cast member, like the the main person of this movie not be exactly dead on like in character the whole time. I think it's a poor choice because I was like somebody did a major disservice to her because it's not like they don't like thinking about it in these terms. If it was, Oh, well we need to tune this and it's, it's a bad performance with that sort of thing. Disney and this money or this movie have the money and it will rake in cash to where you can't tell me that you couldn't have spent an extra week 
two weeks on this thing if you had to, you know, to to get the uh, the vocal exactly right without using a a exorbitant amount of auto tune well, to or me, of of melodyne or whatever. It at, is. at this point, all this is overdubbed anyway. Yeah, all, they're lip syncing. Yeah, and like it's apparent sometimes. Yeah, why not just have someone else sing for them, and they lip sync to someone else. I mean, it's whenever, happening anyway. The, yeah, there are there are moments where like the uh, the lip syncing because of the auto like because of the tuning, and yeah. I won't say auto tune because like that's uh, you know it's, it, they definitely went in and specifically put it on notes, Oops. so nothing automatic about it. But uh, uh, basically, it seems to me there were times where the the lip syncing was made more obvious that it wasn't on yeah. because of the tuning, and because well, it's like well, it's obvious because like this isn't how this track was originally. Right. Well, it's not that wasn't how the track was originally, but like even to the point where like there's a few times where like okay your mouth is a different shape than the, the sound that i'm hearing True. that kind of stuff yeah. and it's like but again I, it goes back to just find someone that has a similar sounding voice that can sing well and just replace it like just overdub it it's fine like no one honestly would care and no one would know the difference unless they look at the credits yeah and i think i think that was where i think the the disney side of it were like oh no we need we need this character to be the the thing and we need it to be this you know this Portrayal, I, maybe, but they, but they do it in the in, like. For instance, Jonathan Taylor Thomas did not sing the songs in Lion King. You know, yeah, like no, they do true. it in the animated movies. Right, right. They're like, okay, this is the best person for this voice. Yeah, for the and singing. This is the best person for the singing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's, I, it's, it, I mean, it's neither here nor there. Like, yeah. we're not part of the decision making process. Right. That's just what I would have done. I just, you know, I just, I, I, uh, I agree with you that it's like there, this is an issue for me. Like it was for me, and maybe this is more because we're audio engineers. You know. Yeah. Although and, I did hear people like behind us talking about it as well, like, and I was like, okay, yeah. well, because I, because I, I almost, I like, I almost debated in the middle of it, like, I'm, I'm, and I, this is me being completely transparent. In the middle of the movie, I was like, do I even bring this up on the review? I don't yeah, know. Like, I this seems, to. this seems nitpicky. And then I heard other people in the theater talking about it. I'm like, okay, I'm not the only one. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. So I don't necessarily think it was just the fact that we. Our audio guys. No, I, I, Catherine. Catherine mentioned it on the in the car on the way back. She was like, "Somebody did a massive disservice to uh, Emma Watson and like you know with her the the editing and tuning on that voice, you yeah, because it's just it's it doesn't feel like her. It doesn't sound oh. like her. It's not her timbre anymore. Yeah. Um, and so you know that that's all I'll say about it. There. I again, they have so much money. They could pay somebody else to sing it. They could pay for a vocal coach and an engineer to sit in a studio for three weeks and get this thing. You know, do right. A, a, Four minutes a day, or, or two right. minutes a day, and like get this thing one hundred percent. And uh, well, that's what I mean. Whenever sometimes this, that, that, that's like sometimes this movie felt really dialed in. Yeah. And other times it felt like really sloppy. Yeah. And to me, that's a sloppy. Yeah. And thing like I said, do. lots of money. Why not do it? Right. All right. So diving into the spoilers. Spoilers. All right. I say. I say. Like, if you're a fan of the uh, the original, go see this movie. Or if you like the live action things. If, yeah. And if you uh, like musicals, I would compare this uh, to like Phantom of the Opera. Like, it had that kind of the 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 movie cinematic yeah. vibe of that. Um, and uh, what was the movie? Like, there's another one, Les Mis. Uh, like, it, it, there were some of the set sets that felt a little bit like. See, like, you know, think some about of that. The, the more the more recent version of Les Mis. Yeah. They didn't auto tune that stuff. Some of them. At least I, not that I can remember. Sometimes, but like some of them were really off pitch. Yeah, like and I was like, just well, and that, even in this make movie, make the creative decision. Chris, I don't know. Sometimes even in this movie, there were people who were like slightly under, or like you know, you could tell that the performance was completely natural and that yeah. sort of thing. And I'm just like, why did you? Why did you? Know. You know, why did you trust that character? Yeah, um, but not trust whoever you know was was Maybe doing. She was really bad. I mean, but even like I said, even that, it's like. 
that's what I'm saying. If she's really bad, then pay get the money. else to do it. Just pay the money, you know? Pay the money to, to, you know, like I said, like a vocal coach, engineer, and her. Pay the money for three weeks. Whatever. Um, yeah, so let's do spoilers. Okay, so we're going to count down the spoilers, Chris. Okay. We're going to open it up the whole can. And uh, we're going to spoil this thing. I don't know what you're going to spoil. Five, four, three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. Gaston dies at oh the end. Oh my goodness, Chris. That's so shocking. Super shocking. The beast is actually cool. <gasps> That's super shocking, too. The castle tears apart whenever the le- the petals fall. That was a nice touch. Oh, that was awesome. Mm. I loved that. There was a lot of cool things. That, I didn't mention the visual style before we got into the spoilers, but like the visual style, I love. So the original like kind of uh, concept for the animated uh, was like this Victorian style. Um, they didn't end up going like hard that direction. Right. Um, but in this one they did. And I love that idea that they like went back to the, uh, to the original um, kind of uh, idea for Beauty yeah. and the Beast. Yeah. To animate it. And we're like, let's do that. Yeah. Um, before let's, let's, uh, so we don't have to come back to it. Let's finish like our musical kind of critique of this, but in the spoiler section. Yeah. So uh, we talked about the auto tune. Uh, you said they wrote. See, I was like, okay, did this, some of these songs come from some play? But you said that they wrote them they for wrote, this movie. There was a couple of. There's four songs that they wrote for the movie. Okay. Um, two of which were awesome, and two of which I was like, eh. I, I you know. know. Okay, so the the first one that they did at the very beginning was cool. Right. Agreed. Um, and then there was a second one. The second one that they did um, that was kind of like a. Um, I feel like it was an intro thing. Like it was super short again. Yep. That was really cool. Yep. The Beast song was weird. What was the other one? So the other one was uh, right before they did There's Something There Wasn't There Before. That one was really cool as well. Um, no, I'm saying, but what was the other one you didn't like? Oh. I don't remember the other one. I think it was this. The like one. The first one was 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 okay, and then this the next one I didn't like as much. Like what It didn't it, feel though? like it fit. It, it was a transitional thing like uh, of, I think, Belle, like right after uh, right after oh, her song, yeah, right after right. Right after. Uh, there goes Bell or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. and then uh, and then then obviously like the one right before there was something there that wasn't there before, uh-huh. and that one was really cool. I yeah, thought that was. one was really nice. Yeah, super cool. Um, and then there was Beast's song, solo song at the end. Yeah. Um, and that one like it was a nice song, but it didn't fit like the situation we were really. No, in. and well, like the, the the weird thing is like okay, like so this is right whenever um, the Beast sends Bell back to her father, and so you're going like you're supposed to be really sad, and then the song takes you on this like. It, and leaves you on this like kind of like hopeful kind of like yeah. I'm happy now thing, and then we go straight back into uh, everything's bad again. I'm like, yeah. okay, you just like you're trying to change my emotions real quick here, yeah, and I don't like it. Yeah, and I, I think like they did that in order to try to develop the beast's character a little bit more to show the change in him Which a little bit more. I liked that, but like just don't like just musically don't take me to this happy place. Yeah, yeah, and because like I think it began in a minor key, but then it went to a major key in the yeah. chorus, and you're like, well, I don't know, I don't know about this. Um, I, like I thought it started off really cool and yeah. if they had just left it at those like the first phrases i think it yeah. would have been really effective Way because more it was like he, he would sing a line then you hear like the like it was like an orchestra kind of like dun 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 kind of thing yeah happened. answering it was like a call response yeah thing. the the interesting thing about that moment like whenever we got to the uh got to the 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 big moment like where it's in the major key in the chorus and he's climbing the tower to yeah, like look too. at her and, and watch her right off i kept thinking this is a really nitpicky thing but it's like i kept thinking how long does it take her to ride out of this like out of this garden? Is like this is such a maze of a that, garden. And I was like, because uh, and this, <laughs> I feel like she needed to turn around and wave at him and be like, eh, took a wrong turn. Sorry. They kept doing these like weird kind of like reveal shots where it's like, okay, we're spinning around the tower and he's coming out. Like, how many windows are in this tower? <laughs> 
He's in another one now. I really do feel like that's that is a uh, that's definitely a musical thing. Like where it's like, oh, and we step through this set. Piece. Oh, and there's another thing that I'm walking up and I'm walking up and I'm true. Ke- I know, you know, but like that was just like it's it was, funny. It was dumb. It's a uh, it's definitely a thing. Um, or something I thought of. Oh, so wait. Oh, oh, do we have any other? Oh, so like okay. So other musical thing. Uh, the big number, the dance. Um, at the end or Beauty like... Beauty and the Beast, no, in the middle. Oh, Beauty and the Beast, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so start off great. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm, like, it's, I didn't care for, and this is probably just like a, a personal thing, maybe. It's really subjective. Music is really subjective. but It definitely is. It was throwing me off, like, the fact she wasn't seeing the lines, like, in the beats like that it should have been sung in interesting and i'm just like okay you're they're dancing and i see them dancing to the music but you're not singing to the music interesting like that didn't throw me off at all and and like so i also think like the music from this perspective and again this is this is one of those movies like i said at the very beginning the two different stories you can tell where it's like oh we changed it too much or we didn't change it enough i don't think like the, the musical numbers it's hard because everyone knows exactly what Miss Potts' voice is like exactly. exactly what this is, and unless you are going to dedicate directly to that exact thing, right? Then well, it's going to be underwhelming. And I was, I, I also felt a little bit emotionally detached from it because I was like, this isn't the Beauty and the Beast song that I remember. Well, so that's you know, so even like, from the orchestral score. So like what I, I was thinking about th- through this, yeah, from the orchestral score, like it was just like, and the I feel like the transitions were weird, like between sections of these songs, mm-hmm. like for instance, be our guest. By the time it was like it was weird how it didn't ramp up at the end. Yeah. Like I was like, why is this? Is visually this is a spectacle. Yeah. Musically, this seems really small still. Yeah. Um, and it didn't like even the transitions between each section. Mm-hmm. Whenever they start going at halftime and then they speed up again, you know, it's like, what is happening? So right now? <laughs> some of that I will attribute some of that to the mix, like where yeah, it, the mix was weird. The uh, there was there was moments where. Th- it again this is coming from from a mixing engineer yeah 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 for sure um it's fine the the sides the definite like the the orchestra section like the vocals felt great but the orchestra section didn't have enough high end like you needed to jack up the high end because whenever those sections would happen i was like i was thinking the same thing why doesn't this like the horns are coming well, in but there was always wasn't a lot of percussion either yeah the horns are coming in though and it's like the horns are super like are supposed to be super bright they're supposed to announce hey this is the end of the song this is really bright this is fun but the high end wasn't up on them yeah. and so you didn't notice that they were even there they blended too much into the strings yeah. too much into like the uh, the French horns yeah and so it made all of the horns the trumpets sound like the french horns and it's like man that does nothing for the energy of the song so right going, going back to uh um uh what is it called is Be it called beauty and beast no or beauty and the beast yeah beauty and um beast. going back to that one the philosophy that i would take with this is this is the most iconic song in the entire movie do that one to a T to the original because like when they started it was it was good hmm. and I was getting them, I teared up man did I'm you them, yes oh man at the very very beginning whenever it's like okay this is happening and then it starts changing and you're just like oh crap like it's <laughs> pulling straight out of yeah, it yeah yeah um change up like Gaston's song or whatever which they did they did and I and I enjoyed that change they with, added like, the, they added a middle the, section with like a cool rhythm thing yes, going on that was awesome it was fun yeah. and then right at the end the whole dance thing uh-huh. with the cro- I was like yeah. I could do with another like three times of that rhythm for going sure. on and they didn't do it which props to them for like being like oh we want people to put this on repeat not right. not get their fill the first time through right. but so like sure 
have all your creative freedom there, but the part where everyone's going to like, this is the most iconic thing, don't mess with it. <laughs> just do it. Just, just do it. I mean, if they had stuck all, in the original like, track, that would have been fine with me. Exactly. You just have Angela Lansbury sing it. No one's going to care. <laughs> everyone's going to love it. Yeah, I mean, and, and and yeah, I mean, I I know you don't have to go that far, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, you know, disrespect to the person that actually sing because she did a great job. No, like you yeah. said for the first half, you know, that sort of thing. But I do think, like, to a certain extent, I was also at that point in time, I was invested in like the story and stuff, I was. and so like the song there kind of threw me for like a ah, this is like I think about musicals. Lots of stuff happens in the songs. But in that song, not a lot happens. It's basically just a song for the sake well, of being like a love on, well, song. So straight up promotion, but there were cool things happening because, like, that's one of the things like uh, that I, we talked about briefly afterwards. That's like, right. I loved, and, and I mentioned earlier, I loved the mix of like their CGI and then there's practical effects. That's one of the most practical effects that they have in the movie, where like they're dancing and in the hall, all these lights all of a sudden like turn on and all these awesome. colored lights, and they're like their string lights are like hanging there. They might have been amplified with CGI, but you can see them hanging there. Yeah. Like those were practical effects, and you can see them dim as they start going out the door. Yeah. And like, I love that one of the of coolest parts. And all I'm sitting there thinking is, man, it's bugging me that this doesn't <laughs> sound like the way it should. Yeah. You know, like the other ones didn't. Gaston's song didn't bother me. Bell's song didn't bother me. Like being different. Like that's the only one in the movie. I'm like, interesting. This is the one you can't. <laughs> i don't know like there were other moments that i wasn't involved in like i mean with uh that that like emotionally invested in because they weren't the same um you know and it, like like you said off the bat okay so going into like starting back at the at the intro sequence with yeah. bell right um the reason there was a few things that reasons that that didn't sell me like that scene didn't really get me and part of it was like th- i don't know if the director told them not to have any energy but like there were people who were off like in the background of shots that were like just mouthing words and like not being energetic. Same thing with like bell in that scene. She didn't feel like she was excited enough. Yeah. I mean, it didn't, it didn't, it just didn't feel choreographed enough to me. Like, yeah, I think and, about things and like, some of the, and some of the, the shots were weird, you know, like, yeah. uh, um, well, it's the kind of editing things that I was talking about where it's like, man, this, why yeah. are we looking at this right now? <laughs> yes. Why well, are looking at this right now? But like, okay, like she's singing and I hear her really close to me. Why is she so far off in the distance? Yeah. Like walking, doing a sidewalk. I don't know. And then it goes to this bookstore or this bookshop that has a shelf. Yeah, well, I mean that that I think they wanted to show the drasticness of uh, the the big library versus <laughs> the 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 church, basically, like the um, church's collection of books. The uh, the one thing we kept we keep mentioning editing. This movie was like it's a long movie, but it was way too fast. Like there was no time to breathe, and I'm even talking like simple things like fade outs on a scene. Yeah, the like. It needed to be like three times what this what it was, and just let this thing like let me sit here and think about that for a second before you move straight into the next one. Yeah, like I don't know, it was weird. Like it just felt rushed, even mm-hmm. though it's not a it's not a short movie. It's right. long, but it just felt really rushed. Yeah, and like there were there were definite moments like where um, in the end, like there's in the end sequence where everyone's out on the lawn and they're and they're uh, they're hanging out and they're like, oh, we're we're human again, that sort of thing, right? And uh, 
and there were there were scenes where one person would be talking, but then you're not looking at that character who's talking. You're looking at someone else entirely, and like you just been on them with another shot. So like those quick edits didn't serve really that that scene very well because I couldn't I mean, follow the it, the, it, it the didn't the really narrative. serve any of it because like what it made it even in this. So like well, let's go back to the Beauty and Me song. The, the just the like it was beautiful, cool, but like it was it felt way too fast visually hmm. for the song. Yeah, like. This is a slower song, a and, really slow and, song. and let's just like take take it. Let us like take visually take a breath here, yeah. but instead like it's the same kind of rhythm. Yeah, and even their dance choreography movements were a little fast at mm-hmm. that point, you know. And they're trying to tell a story of like, well, they're trying to feel each other out. Like they're not dancing like well, but like I don't know. Yeah, I think about the uh, the the scenes like early on, like where you have um, so much going on, and like there's so many different like elements of it but like all of them it just looks like a busy thing like there's a lot of busyness i feel like with a lot of the stuff and not a lot of uh not a lot of intention it felt like um but yeah dude i I, like as far as as far as this movie goes i liked it better than i thought i would yeah like again i was going in assuming this would be like yeah i don't know if i'll even like this movie but i definitely like it like i definitely thought it was a it was a good like i'm happy to have spent my time doing it Mm um yeah i mean it's not a bad movie, you no. know, and, and again, like we've spent a lot of time harping on it. A lot of nitpicky so, things. Yeah, like again, this was a beautiful. Like I loved things, like even like the mob. Like okay, this felt substantial. Like whenever they're going to kill the beast. Yeah. And um, again, okay, let's never mind. I don't want to complain anymore. Really, like I felt like Gaston could have sold the whole like I think this is dark magic thing a little more. I couldn't tell if like is he really is he using this just to kill the beast. Or is he really afraid? Does right he now? truly believe it? Does he truly like? Is he, is he afraid of the beast See, right now? Or because in the cartoon, I feel like he's a he's afraid of the beast. Yeah, like he wants to get he wants to kill the beast. But like in this one, I'm kind of like, is he jealous? Yeah. Or does he? Well, what is he doing? What's interesting about like the characters and the story arcs for each of the characters in this thing, they did a good job of setting up like. The changes where it's like he goes from being like obsessed with with Bell to then being like really mad and vengeful at the end, where it's yeah. like it, it has this definite well, transition. Being really possessive of Bell, right? And so like whereas in the in the cartoon, like it was like you said, it was almost like oh well, I'm scared of the beast now, and then yeah. that was the thing. And so like, but in this one, it was a definite decision for him to be a bad guy, like yeah. be evil. And, uh, and then with, with her, like her father, her father like develops over the course of the thing as well. And the only person like, uh, that, that, that felt like they, like the moment that their change was supposed to happen was a little rushed. And mm-hmm. I think it was editing was bell. Like whenever, whenever, um, after he gets hurt and she's having the conversation with, uh, with Mrs. Potts and all mm-hmm. that, like, and the rose petal falls. Mm-hmm. That's the moment where like her big change happens where she's like, Oh, you know what's going on here? I, you know, I, I, I need. You felt to, like that was rushed. I feel felt like that was a little bit rushed. Where I was like, I, mean, I, I, I don't see much of a, I don't didn't perceive much of a change. Well, to there. me, like, I think that's because, like, I don't think we spent enough. Like, the reason that I don't feel connected to these characters, like, until the middle of the movie, is because, like, well, all of a sudden now I see the good side of of uh, the beast, mm. and I've seen a lot more of Belle and her interacting with him, like. Sure, Belle is a character in the the first half of the movie, but like you don't spend a lot of time with her. Yeah, you spend more time with the characters in the castle. That's true. With and, Maurice, her father. Yep, and Maurice, like I, you know, yeah. that, that's that's interesting. You know, like whenever she's sitting there trying to get out of the room, like she's so underdeveloped as a character at that point. Yeah, like she doesn't 
I don't really know what to think of her. Like, right, right. You haven't quite made up your mind yet. That's sort no. of thing. That's interesting. I, I, I think like there were the, those small changes like that. And I always like looking back at, at, you know, the, uh, the original, like or the 1991 mm-hmm. version. Cause there have been other versions of beauty of the East, but like for the Disney version, the original Disney version. Yeah. Um, I always kind of wondered, I was like, well, why didn't she just like escape off the bat? Like she's in this room. Why didn't she just mm-hmm. leave? You know, why, why'd she, why does it take her getting well, scared? There's still the wolves, you know, right. to continue with. Um, but like, she didn't really necessarily know that until, you know, yeah. she tried to escape the first, you know, after she got scared. So the, the yeah. fact that like her escaping out the window, I thought that was uh, like, it was like, ah, oh, that's an easy thing to throw in there mm-hmm. and like placate people like me where it's like, why didn't you try to escape? You yeah. know? And so I liked, I liked some of those small little changes. Um, and I liked a lot of like the, the additions, the things that were different between this and the other. Cause again, I do feel like it aired more on the side of like, it's too similar to the original. Um, and so you do run those comparisons of, of, well, it's not like the original, not as good as the original. Mm-hmm. Why not just watch the original? Um, but you know, at, at the end of the day, like any differences they did make, I was like, ah, that's, that's a, cool little thing to throw in there mm-hmm. but it did add to the amount of things that they had to get done in uh, the same span of time so that that felt rushed more things felt like oh we're throwing this mm-hmm. in and there's more content more stuff more songs more everything mm-hmm. and it did lead to uh lead to some of the pacing and like some of the editing issues yeah but I, I enjoyed it, dude. I this was is it's an interesting thing. I, I thought that like the cast, like there were stellar performances and yeah. uh, and see and I and, and I err on the other side of it where it's like I I really want to see this again, just so I can like I can probably sounds weird, but uh, so I can come to terms with it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. what what this is. Yeah, I, I I can understand that. And I after you know after feeling it out, I think I like it. After watching it, I I uh, I totally get it. Yeah, it's. I think about the the other movies that they've done live action remakes of, and we can talk about like the live action remake. They've got the Lion King in the works. Mm-hmm. I'm more okay with that one because John Favreau is doing it, and he did the Jungle Book, um, and the Jungle Book was the best one to date mm-hmm. um, as far as. But they the, took the, the live completely different remakes. route with that, where it's like, okay, we're gonna make this like completely different. Yeah, you know, yeah, and there's like shades said, of that stuff in there, and like nods to it, which is cool. Right, right. You know, like you know, nods to some of the, the songs. You know, like Blue humming a song or right, something like that. Right, yeah. You know? They definitely go into one song in it, and it's Blue song. Mm-hmm. You know, the the, uh, the like the the core story as far as the the first act is basically it's very similar to mm-hmm. uh, to the movie. They introduce a couple other characters, but it's it's the same story. But then it branches off drastically uh, yeah. near the middle and then in the end of that movie. Yeah. So I'm more okay with like you know John Favreau doing that one. We'll see how much it like differs from the Lion King uh, animated. Um, they've also got Little Mermaid in the works, and I'm like I'm very skeptical of that one as well. Um, Cinderella. They did Cinderella in the past, and that one was pretty similar to the actual movie like they didn't yeah. spread you know go off too far from that one so yeah we'll see man. i mean i don't this is the thing like with with remakes like we've talked about this kind of stuff before where it's like just because they come out with this doesn't invalidate the original exactly you know, the original still exists and that you know like that it's still the classic it's still the one that is beloved yeah you know i don't i don't think this will go down in history as a classic you know no i don't know that any of these will besides jungle book and you know, where jungle book is like okay that's a because it's its own thing, it stands on its own. Like yeah. it's, it's like to your point, and that's where you know it comes into like, do we really need these remakes? Because do we do do I want a Beauty and the Beast that is so far removed from the original that like literally makes no sense? I don't know that I really want that. But no. then we also get to this point. It's like, do I need this version? Not really. Yeah. So it's is it all just like a 
I mean, it, that's where it starts feeling like this is a money get grab yeah. to get people to go to the theater to, to to get a taste of some nostalgia. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I mean that that feels a lot like what they what they intended this to be. Um, Whereas Jungle Book is like, okay, that was different enough to warrant its own movie. Definitely, and I think like from from that perspective, if you haven't seen the Jungle Book, go see Jungle Book. But it's like there is a there is a way that that could continue as a franchise. That yeah. that specific like those characters, which would be fine. Like you know, Jungle Book two. Again, know? I'm fine with any of that. It's just like you know, you you get into things like like Beauty and the Beast. I I just feel like you know, if if we were rating that as a movie, like if that came out today, the original like cartoon, like that's a ten out of ten. Oh, of course. There's nothing wrong with that movie. No. And it's hard to improve on something like that, you know? Yeah. Even even Jungle Book, like or not Jungle Book, um, Lion King, like I would say that's at least a nine point five, if not ten out of ten. It's hard I mean, it's hard looking back at it because like I don't see any flaws in it. And yeah. so like I can't necessarily it's, it's a masterpiece, is what I would say. So I would say it is a ten. I think like you, you get a you get a pass whenever it's animals, you know, and you can like you know, you don't have to have, you know, Mufasa saying, Simba, remember who you are. And like, but if you throw something like that, like a shade of that in there, you're like, holy cow, you know, yeah, blow my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I do think he's doing the voice uh, for Mufasa really? in it. That's I'm pretty fantastic. sure. I'm pretty sure. That's awesome. Um, let me, let me, let me confirm, but I do believe uh, cast. Is Jonathan Taylor Thomas coming back? Uh, I no no no. In fact, um, it is. Oh, what's his name? Um, the uh, the guy who's playing uh, in the the Han Solo movie. Um, the, oh, uh, the guy who's playing Lando. Um, I can't remember his name. He's from Donald Community. Glover? Yeah, Donald Glover is doing Simba, which is awesome. Wow, I cool. love that idea. Yeah. Like he's got a cool, cool yeah. young sounding voice. Is he doing it. young Simba or old Simba? Uh, I'm not sure. That's or a just Simba in general. That's a good question. Um, let me see. Let me let me see if. Uh, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Let me see. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. <clears throat> like, even with this movie, like, whenever they would say lines that I'm like, oh, man, that's verbatim, just rip right out of the, the other movie. I'm like, that's fantastic. I love, you know, love hearing that stuff, you know? Yeah. And in a different context. And yeah, James Earl Jones cast in Disney's live, quote, live action Lion King. It's really funny. The, uh, live action? Yeah. John, CGI John Favreau was like, uh, I hate to break anybody's hearts on these news stories talking about the live action thing. He's like, none of this is going to be live action. This <laughs> is all animated. Yeah, he said the same, something similar about uh, about uh, Jungle Book where they're like, <laughs> you know, the funny thing about Jungle Book is people are calling it the live action. He's like, that's how good our CG is. It's, it's They're calling it the live action remake. I mean, it yeah, looks we I trained mean, these panthers to do this. You think about like Jungle Book and like Planet of the Apes, you know, like I mean, this stuff looks real. Oh my goodness. There's so many, like there's so many things in, in, uh, in Jungle Book where so many moments where like I would separate, I would have to separate myself from the movie. I'm like, dude, he's like talking to puppets right now on a, yeah. on a blue screen. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> this this is amazing. That. Yeah. Well, I think, I think they did have like oh, little, little okay. puppets for him to talk to. Good. <laughs> Which is really funny. I mean, whatever works. Man. I want to see that cut of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! Uh, there was one funny thing that I wanted to point out before we give our scores in this. Yeah. Um, so there's an emotional moment at the end of this movie, and it, you can tell me how emotional it was for you. But like, there was an emotional moment where the uh, all of the, the the furniture is turning back into furniture. Oh man, I started crying. Did you? Yes. Okay, because like, there's a shot in it where they have basically all turned back into furniture, and it's a shot of of a lawn with furniture in it. Yeah. And oh. I was like, I just, I was like, 
huh, looks like a yard sale out here. <laughs> I mean, but that's the point. Like, I mean, I was, I was both, I was both saddened, like, cause I did still have the emotional, like, oh yeah. man, but I still also like recognized the, the funniness of like shooting that moment. To, to your, to your, to their, to their point though, like, uh, I think Cogsworth says, you know, like we turn back into rubbish, you know, I was like, well, they did look like that rubbish is a great point. I mean, that's part of why I was emotional about it. I was like, oh man, this is, like, this is kind of heartbreaking. Man. Yeah, it was really heartbreaking, especially like they're all saying like <sighs> goodbye to each other. Like uh, oh. Lumiere didn't get to say goodbye to um, his wife or whoever that was. Yeah, um, his girlfriend. His girlfriend. Whatever. Yeah, uh, and then like Mrs. Potts Mrs. couldn't Potts find Potts Chip. Couldn't find Chip. Oh. And, and then um, Lumiere and Cogsworth did say goodbye to each other, and it was like, oh man, he was breaking my heart. Yeah, that was that was weird. The, the weird thing. Okay, the villagers at the end. They were under the spell too, apparently. Yeah, that was part of the original. Okay. Um, because remember, uh, at the at the end of the original, like they all kind of like. That's right. I'd completely forgotten about that. And and they alluded to that whenever they came in. They're like, yeah. oh, I kind of remember this. Yeah, was, like, it looks familiar. familiar. You know. Yeah. As soon as they they said that line, I was like, oh, these people are involved in the curse too. So yeah. Um, I did like the fact that we. That's why uh, they don't even remember the castle's there. Right. But there's uh, there's the development with um. The the witch as well, or the person who, who oh, yeah. put the curse on them. I liked that. That was cool. And even when she, cool when she came back into the castle and like the glass exploded, you're like, oh, oh man. man, that's super cool. Like the sound that that made yeah. was one of the coolest things. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I loved, I loved that. I loved, dude. I love the part whenever in the in Gaston's song, whenever he picks up the girl and then he picks up LeFou. Oh my like, gosh, yes, this dude, is Gaston. That's so amazing. I kind of wanted more kind of like feats like that from yeah. Gaston, like because in the original he's like downing a whole beer in one gulp and like you yeah. know doing other things. He's throwing eggs in yeah, his mouth. Like in his you mouth. know, yeah. Like I kind of wanted more kind of like crazy off the wall stuff like that from Gaston. Yeah. I did love, like, there was a couple of lyric changes where he's like, you know, he talked about being the best at, at unending refrains like this one, you know, oh, and that, yeah, yeah. those types of things. Right. I, I loved those little self-aware kind of moments. Yeah. And uh, from Gaston specifically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, he's evil. You like him. I mean. But he's evil. <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's the genius behind Gaston is that, like. Yeah, you, you, he's still charming, even yeah. as big of a jerk as he is. The funny and thing, yeah, you become one of the villagers who's charmed yep. by him. Yep. I mean, who's to say that we wouldn't have picked up a pitchfork and gone after the True. beast ourselves? Probably would have. I mean. Gaston whipped him into a frenzy. I mean, seriously. Oh, man. You ready to rate this thing, Chris? <laughs> ready to rate it. What are you rating this? Man. It's a tough one. It's a tough one because like there's so many things I like, so many things I don't. I'm gonna give this thing a uh, seven point five. That's exactly what I was gonna give it, Chris. Is a seven point five, like because you know, in the middle of like I went into this thinking it probably wouldn't be nearly that high, but then like I left and I was like, oh man, this is, I was really pleasantly surprised. Yeah. And uh, and so it may yeah. grow on me, like the the things that we brought up may grow on me. I don't know, but like depends on how much I think about it over the next like week or so, and and yeah. uh, and that sort of thing. It, it, Maybe a second viewing. I feel like whenever it comes out on Blu-ray, maybe a maybe a watch is in order. Yeah. So again, it's uh, like to my previous point. It's hard to improve on a ten out of ten. It really is, and it, I feel like you're setting yourself up for, you know, nothing but heartache because there's going to be those people that are like, oh, that was too similar to the original. Yeah. And there's going to be those people that are like, that wasn't close enough to the original. Yeah. All right, that's it for this week. Next week on the show, Power Rangers. Power Rangers! Go, go, Power Rangers! We'll see how that goes. The, uh, again, same story with the trailers of this, <laughs> that one. It, I progressively, like, start off my really favorite, excited, progressively getting less excited. My, my favorite line out of the trailers right now is, like, 
Um, is it is the is the uh, the Yellow Ranger Bobby? Is his name Bobby? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, it's just like b- back when Bobby found those coins. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, guys. Like, oh, can man. this be any more like after school specialish? And that's the thing is like I'm gonna go in expecting that, and I hope it is that. Like I really like my expectations of that movie are I want there to be massive robot action. I want there to be really cheesy lines thrown at each other, and some some amazing like kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully we get all that, all of those things. We'll see. We'll let you know whether or not to go see Power Rangers. That's right. Come back next week. That's it for this week. Uh, you can find us online at steamtigerpodcast.com, at, on Twitter at Chris, Chris Wright 250 And John Wright 777. No, screwing this up. <laughs> I mean, that was at, very strange. At Steam Target Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice and review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. Help us make it to episode 300. Episode 300. I say let's try to make it to episode 301 because <laughs> we're on 201 right oh, now. Okay. <laughs> That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.